Joining me right now is the deep openweight champion, Roki Martinez. What's going on, Roki? Man, how's it going? Good to be back. Uh, and not too much, really. Just getting ready for the fight. Now, let's go back to that last fight, you know, Ryzen 13, September. You took on the legend, Mirko Krokov. The fight was stopped due to a cut. Um, were you frustrated? Was that the most frustrating moment of your career? Uh, man, you know, it's definitely up there. Um, you know, I, out of all the ways I thought I would, um, I envisioned the fight going and I played it out of my head and I was just thinking there's no way I could lose to him, whether it's, I don't think he can knock me out. I don't think he can beat me in the decision. Um, the only thing I never thought of that could be done was, you know, a, a doctor stoppage. So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely didn't sit well with me. Yeah, that night was a weird night because there was a storm coming. They reshuffled yeah. the bout order. The conspiracy theorists to me thought like, hey, they're trying to speed up these fights and get it done as quick as possible. So they found out a way to kind of, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It was a weird thing. It was a weird stoppage, man, just in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, I, I, you know, I, I kind of, uh, in a way, I agree with you because I know they had to get try and get the fans out of there by 8 o'clock before the train shut down, so... You know, uh, but it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> Let's talk about before the stoppage. Did you feel like you were doing well, you know, before they ended that fight? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, um, up to that point, I was going just how we had planned it, um, was to kind of just start out and, you know, get a feel for it. Um, I kind of had a feeling that he would kind of gasp because a couple of his fights before, I was seeing that he, he breathes heavy pretty early on. And, um, you know, it was just going exactly how we played it out. And, um, you know, uh, 10, 15 seconds before I got caught, I looked in my corner and I was telling them I was warming up. And uh, sure enough, man, I just came out with that elbow. I got cut. And, you know, um, but other than that, you know, I felt like I was, I was going to plan. And the plan was to eventually in, into that 10-minute 10, 10 round, kind of pick it up towards the end and just, you know, kind of uh, – take him to deep waters and I felt like that's where I could really put it on you know but the elbow came and that was that did you see his last fight he just recently fought in Bellator yeah I, I got to watch it today um what did you I think about that uh yeah I was kind of like eh I think he did a good job on his takedown defense but I wasn't too impressed by either one of them honestly um but you know, he got the win. You know, he's he upped his streak to ten, and uh, which is pretty impressive. You know, um, he's not gonna have a good fight every time, so you know it's. But uh, I'm I'm happy he won. You know, you've been through a lot of adversity throughout your career. Looking back, what was the toughest, you know, moments to overcome? Um, uh, man, I still think it's going back to my um, my leg injury with multiple surgeries. Um, you know, just because I wasn't sure if I was ever going to fight again, if it's something that I could do or how I would be able to come back off of that. So I, I definitely still think that's the most adversity I've had to overcome. And uh, in a way, it made me stronger and the fighter I am today. So I'm grateful for it. After that fight, you took a trip back to Washington State. Did you train out there or was it more for recharging the batteries? Yeah, I'd say it was more for recharging the batteries and then also, you know, I wanted to catch the Seahawks game. Well, actually, that was the number one reason. It, it actually started out with a joke with my friend. You know, we were talking and I was like, hey, man, I'll see you next week. You know, just joking. And then 
it came down to me checking out Airfare and then kind of looking at the schedule. I was like, oh, shit, the, the last two Seahawks games are at home. And I was like, you know, then I was just like, oh, let's go, you know. And and uh, it's kind of funny you brought up the recharge thing because I truly I felt like it did kind of reset me a little bit. I, but I was still working out while I was out there. I was just going to 24-hour fitness. And uh, I was still putting in a lot of work, hard work. But also I just kind of refreshed the mind. Um, took off from work, you know, a little bit and definitely recharged, got hungry. And I actually got my confirmation for my my deep title fight while I was out there. So, um, yeah, a good short trip, man. I, I really I, I felt I needed it and, uh, you know, I feel good now. The Seahawks, they overachieved this year, man. It's always good to have a team that overachieves, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Actually, man, I thought they had a good shot in the playoffs just matchup-wise, you know. I think uh, they would have got past Dallas. They could have been a serious threat, you know. But that's a young team, and they're going to be dangerous, I think, in the next couple years, you know. So it should be good. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Now, you mentioned that you did get confirmation on your next fight, Deep 88, on March 9th. You're defending your title against Roy Sakai. You haven't defended your title for yeah, around def- 18 months. You haven't defended it, right? Because you're busy with Ryzen. Did you, yeah. ever, did you have doubts that you were ever going to go back to Deep? Um, not necessarily. Um, I kind of had an idea that they, you know, they probably want me to come back and defend it and I didn't have a problem with that, really. Um, man, as you know, I, and I've been telling people, I want to fight as much as I can. Um, and for me, I think this is a good way to get back on track and um, and also prove, you know, like I can I can defend my belt too, you know. I've defended my PXC belt a couple times. So I think looking back at it now, this will be my, my fifth time actually um, fighting with the title on the line, you know. So I think that's good, you know. It's good for your character and all that. Definitely. Sakai, he's eight and eight. You know, he's won his last three. What are your, what is your breakdown of his skill set? Uh man, I only seen one video of his. Um, I actually know a couple. He, um, he had fought a guy that I fought in Korea on Top FC. He lost to a guy that I beat. Um, but then uh, his last fight, he actually beat a guy who beat me in two thousand nine, which was. Uh, Yusuke Kawaguchi, uh, and at the time he was the deep Megaton title holder. So uh, I guess in, the, in a sense, you know, it makes an interesting matchup. You know, we got a couple common opponents, and uh, you know, uh, he beat a guy who beat me. So other than that, uh, you know, I don't. I'm so confident going against him. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, underestimating him, but I'm just that confident in myself. You know. So leading, be leading up to a fight, you know, preparing for a fight, are you the one that sits down and looks at the tape, or do you just let your coaches dissect it more? Um, not really, man. I just I'll look at the tape and um, I try not to go too much off of like the tapes, you know, because you never when the fight comes, you just never know what's going to happen. Fights never go or don't always go as you expect, you know. So. Um, I focus more on what I can do to the guy um, and just go from there and trade as hard as I can. And I think the rest will speak for itself. You know, I just I want to be able to do what I do as opposed to trying to see what he's going to do and then go off of that. You know, so I don't watch too much film, honestly, like even against Krokop. I don't I didn't watch too much. I already knew the guy he likes to kick and I knew at least to be aware of that. And 
and then do what I wanted to do, you know? In the last couple of years, you've had a couple streaks kind of end uneventfully. How yeah. has those two, you know, uneventful, you know, stoppages to your streaks advanced you mentally? Um, uh, man, they actually, they made me pretty hungry, man. Like, anybody who knows me, I definitely don't like to lose at anything, really, fighting, whatever it comes to. Um, so, you know, the, definitely the last loss, and then prior to that, I had the draw. I came back hungry, you know. I, de I really want to get back on a winning streak again. And uh, not only that, I want to do it impressively, man. I just, I feel like I still got a lot to prove to a lot of people, you know. Um, I just want to be a household name that people will know. You know, I'll bring a show every time. So this fight, I'm, man, looking to put on a really good show. Just not win, not win, but I need to win decisively and impressively, you know. What does the rest of the year look like for you? Are you looking at a rematch with Krokop? Uh, man, you know, I'd, I'd love to have the rematch um, if Ryzen ever offers it. Uh, I was hoping to get on their April card, so I'm just waiting to get find out about that one. Of course, you know, I um, don't want to look past the March 9th matchup, but if I can get a turnaround fight right away in April, then I'm all for it. Um, I just really want to fight as much as I can, you know. Uh, so we'll see. Um, yeah, like I said, hopefully uh, right after in April we'll get going again. Quick turnaround. Is there ever an uh, off-season for you? It seems like you're always training. You're always doing something. Yeah. Uh, man, for me, no off-season, man. I just, I love training. It's, I kind of, you know, it's just part of my lifestyle now. Um, I feel like I have to train every day almost, you know. Uh, when I don't have a fight, I still train uh, twice a day a lot. Um, like I said, it's a lifestyle. It's something that uh, that just keeps me um, keeps me going. Um I love the challenge of training every day. Uh, yeah, like uh, I've been watching a lot of successful people, man, and they really put an emphasis on uh, when you when you push yourself every day, like going to the gym early. You know, you kind of set the tone for the day, and you know, I apply that to work now. I just work hard early and then get the day going, and you know, win the whole day, man. So I'm all about training now. I just I love it. <laughs> No, Don't you train at like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. every day? Yeah, uh, yeah, 5 a.m. every day. I wake up. I wake up uh, like around 4, 4.30, get ready, go to the gym at 5. But like I said, man, it's just that challenge alone. It's like it's like a battle. My battle starts every morning with the alarm clock, you know. It's like, oh, here we go, you know. When I turn off that snooze button the snooze button I get up and I, I start getting ready for the you know I already won that part so it's like you keep that momentum going and it just sets up for the rest of the day I, I truly believe in that one last thing before I let you go you know you train in the morning early you know what 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 is in your earphones what is in your headphones what's on your playlist you know right now currently what artists are you listening to to get yourself you know pumped get yourself ready for the day uh, man, I, you know, to be honest, I listen to a lot of music, uh, but lately I've been also been listening to a lot of, uh, like I was saying, motivational speakers, uh, Eric Thomas, I've really been into like David Goggins, um, their stuff's just really, um, it's stuff that I could, I, I take away from and I learn like a lot, actually recently and man, it's just, uh, it's taken everything to the next level for me, um, as far as my performance is going and training everything to my mood like man i'm just happier now i'm a harder worker just 
So I, I, I really like those motivational things, man. And it's pretty cool just listening to people who have that level of success. And, you know, just I think constantly putting it in your head, it's it's good for you, you know. So, yeah, I, I'd say that's probably been my, my biggest play or most uh, of my playlist lately is just like motivational speakers and real successful people, you know. I just I, I, I myself want to be successful too, so it's good to listen to those people. All right, yeah. man, March 9th, Deep 88. You'll be defending your Megaton title. Thank you for your time, Roki, and uh, good luck on your next fight. All right, thank you. Appreciate it for having me again, and uh, hopefully we'll get one soon, man, another fight and get back on here. But, yeah, thanks for having me.